Welcome to the Houdini RC Heli Podcast. This is episode 28. Today's date is 1-16-2022. It's been a... A while. Two months since we recorded. A while. And the last one was a live one, so... Been way too long. Life sucks. It's crazy busy. Finally got Kenny back. Finally got Kenny's back. <laughs> you haven't been on one since when? Not including Ice House. Well, you haven't done one since Ice House. No, but before that, you haven't been on one since August. <laughs> well, yeah, but like I said in the last one, whose fault was that? Yeah, at least we're back for now. For now. Slowly updating stuff. Oh, if I can type. Well, um, shit, I guess I'll go. I've just been busy with work like crazy. Work and sleep has been completely horrible 2022 is not going to be any better um i don't know it'll be what it is um i'll get through it everybody's still healthy nobody has covid nobody i know that has had issues so work is getting crazy with covid now they're forcing us to mandatory test and if you don't mandatory test then you have to pay for the thing and eventually you're going to have to mandatory test or i don't know what they're going to do when you say mandatory test, what do you mean? So they're doing a rollout where like this week they're starting where if if you haven't been vaccinated, then you have to get tested once a week. And Samsung's going to pay for the test out the get-go. But within by July, uh, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to have to pay for the test every week yourself. And I don't know what's going to happen after that. And I don't know what long-term what they're doing or I don't know. It's just complete crazy shit show going on. I don't know what the hell. Can't get people into work. Can't get people hired. Can't get people employed. And then we're going to pull this along with the Kronos crap. That's crazy Kronos that got hacked. Yeah, but that was nationwide. Well, I guess COVID's worldwide, but. Well, it's causing problems where like people don't want to come in for OT and work because they're not getting paid for OT because of something that get documented or this or that. So people are like losing pay. So people aren't wanting to come in to work OT. So everybody's shorthanded because X, Y, or Z, and it's just going to become crazy. It's just going to get worse after April when bonuses and everything comes out. People are leaving for Tesla already. People are leaving to go to TI. It's just, we got some new people in that are local. I don't think they're going to be leaving anytime soon. So if we can get those guys up to speed, it'll make my work life a little easier, but it is what it is. And you? Well, I, 
I would say that my life's probably a little easier than yours. I don't have to worry about all of that. My world is pretty small, even though I work for a big company. We still have the problems with the same thing. You know, we're in the resort business and uh, the big thing that we see is just cancellation on conferences. Uh, but people are going to play golf. That's all there is to it. <laughs> it's unreal. <laughs> doesn't matter what's going on in the world. The golf is still going to happen. It can be 45 degrees outside and the wind blowing 20 miles an hour and people are going to be out there hitting that little white ball. <laughs> and you have, you, you had said you had, you've never played golf, right? That is correct. You ever play putt putt golf? <laughs> <laughs> I have done that. <laughs> okay. You have chased yeah. after the ball a little bit. I mean, being in the John Deere world uh, on the golf in the golf course industry. Do you hear my dog? She's going nuts. Yeah, I thought that was Mike there. <laughs> I thought Mike's no. mom showed showed up again. <laughs> yeah, I may have to go take care of this because she's just going to keep on. Oh, go and take care of it. Yeah, hang, hang hang on just a second. No hurry. As he breaks out the whip. <laughs> Kenny starts beating his dog. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's FedEx on a Sunday. And until the dude drives off, she's going to keep on going nuts. <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, I've been in and around golf courses my entire career. Not entire, but the majority of the time. And I've never played golf. Nice. Had lots of opportunities, but just never was really my thing. I don't mind playing golf. It's just expensive and it's hard as hell and it's frustrating and everything else. Who's uh, calling me? My sister? Can't answer it. I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I know that people love the game. That's good. And that is good because it pays your bills. It pays my bills, absolutely. That's good. Other than that, you doing fine? Yeah, everything's well. Uh, I've been flying <laughs> uh, practically every weekend. I really haven't missed that much except for a couple of times. Funny. I've missed a ton. I wish this dude would drive off. He's still sitting there. He's trying to figure out what next package to go send out. I guess. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, things are good. Cool. Well, hobby-wise, uh, I haven't been flying that much at all. I've have you been, flown at all since ice house uh i messed with the synergy n5c a little bit trying to get the nitro gov to be be better but really besides that not much uh this morning i got up at like eight and packed the car and loaded all the helis in my car and drove an hour and a half and nobody went to go fly today where did you go <laughs> I went to Kingsland. <laughs> You're kidding me. 
<laughs> Why didn't you say something? Because y'all were already busy. I didn't want to like impose. I was trying to like surprise everybody. And when I showed up to the gate and there was nobody there, I was like, <laughs> surprise. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the one weekend where Kenny and them aren't there. I was I was gonna say something, but I was like, ah, I'll just wait for the podcast to say it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, I drove all the way out there and you were like, oh yeah, it's too cold and I'm at Home Depot. And I was like, well, guess I'll drive my ass back home. <laughs> so I drove back oh. home and did some leaves and some yard work and worked on some cars and now getting a podcast in. <laughs> there you go. Drove all the way out there. It was a good drive. It wasn't bad. I just was surprised I was even up because I think I was, I think I was up in the middle of the night and watched some movies and had a couple beers and and then went to sleep. I think I went to sleep about four thirty-ish or something and woke up at eight and kind of felt good. And I was like, well, let me get up and wind's not blowing. It's a little cold, but I was like, load the car up and loaded all the helis in the car and womp womp womp. <laughs> yeah you you gotta tell me I, I, well I, you guys fly every week we you're, you're right we this do it's like the only weekend you haven't flown <laughs> but in this case my flying day was on on friday oh on friday yeah it was mm. 80 degrees outside it was a little windy but it was 80 degrees outside and I got off work at 11 and came home and I went and ate some lunch and I'm sitting there thinking about it. And I said, you know what? I need to take my big butt out there and go flying. Yeah. Today is gorgeous. So I did. And I was out there by myself. Nice. But other than that, uh, buying stuff, I, I ended up buying a, a long board, like an electric long board kind of for fun flies, but kind of for, just fucking around also so i ended up getting a i did a research for about two months on it and ended up with the backfire zealot s uh, it's a belted version brushless motors 18650 battery packs does like i've only done like 20 miles an hour on it which was stupid fast but it, it'll get up to 30 which i don't know if i'll ever do that because it's almost scary fast and it'll yeah, get about right. 20 mile range so you're going to hurt yourself on that damn thing. I am. I've almost hurt myself a couple of times, but I'm a ninja. When I get off of it, I can like ninja my way out. <laughs> but for the most part, if I just keep it on the slow speed and it, it goes like 11 miles an hour on the slow speed, I can pretty much get off of it at any point and kind of run it out or tuck and roll. I haven't had the tuck and roll off of it yet. I was at a stop sign, not a stop sign. I was at a stoplight. And I was just trying to go real slow and it like, I lost my balance and fell off of it at like no speed at all. It was crazy. What time in the morning are you riding this thing? Uh, I prefer to ride at like 1am to like 5am because there's no traffic. There's no cars out or anything like that. There's just a couple of cops that they haven't bothered me yet, but kind of the preferred time, but. And when they see you, they're probably saying there's the nutcase that likes to ride his longboard <laughs> in the middle of the night. Well, the Segway I ride sometimes, but 
between the two, the longboard's funner, but the Segway's safer, I would say. But we'll see. I want to see how it does out at out at Apache Patchy Pass when we get out there. That's kind of going to be the test. Is like how useful is it at a fun fly? Because I have so, not, I don't have like all train wheels on it, but I have some like larger, softer wheels. Like, so I don't have the stock wheels on it currently. So how big are the wheels? Uh, they're 105 millimeters, I think. They're called cloud wheels is what I have on it currently. You realize out at Apache Pass, there's holes in the ground. I know, but just up and down the flight line type of deal. Not like crossing gravel type stuff. We'll see. It might be an epic fail. I may have wasted my money, but whatever. <laughs> done is done. Uh, the other thing that happened already this year is I freaking got called for jury duty. And it wasn't just jury duty. It was stupid grand jury duty. So for the next six months, once a month, I have to go to grand jury and listen to all that crap, which is going to be horrible. I already went through one. So five more to go. So five more months. So I started 2022 and I was like, okay, it'll be a good year. Bam, jury duty. Next six months gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was very I think it took me almost a week and a half to get over I was really depressed on it I was just pissed off like upsetting like, pissed off I can't imagine some of the things that that uh you guys or that they they uh are going over the yeah. things that they try yeah it's crazy definitely makes me think twice about riding my longboard at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> And you hear all the crazy stuff that happens that people get caught doing. It's like, eh, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> huh. But for the most part. Yeah, when you're on is. your long when you're on your longboard, no drinking and driving, right? No, that's that's kind of kind of why I end up riding at that time. Because if I'm if the way my sleep schedule flips around is like a lot of times I wake up at 1 a.m. or uh, 11 p.m. or you know in the middle of the night I wake up. So I'll wake up and get something, get some tea or orange juice or something. And then, eh, let me just get out of the house and go for a ride since I'm sober and not screwed up or anything. So I don't know what they would do. I mean, they have a, you know, uh, it kind of falls under the same thing. I had like a brother-in-law that like got pulled over uh, in like a wheelchair, like, like an electric wheelchair. He used to always go up to the bar till it closed and make his way home. And I think he ended up getting pulled over for a DWI in a world in, in like so, a wheelchair. Well, I can't say it. Maybe a PI, public intoxication. No, if, no. If you're riding a, a, if you're riding on the street now, the sidewalk they they may not be able to do anything. But if you're if you're on the actual street, I think the same laws apply. Huh. I don't know. I hope to not find out. You should ask when you're in jury duty. I'm trying to just be quiet as possible in jury duty. Well, you're already picked, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, screwed at this point. Um, so I have no 700s. I got rid of the Agile 7.2, which was my last 700. So that's gone. I still have the ESC and the stick pack and servos and stuff like that, but... Um, I'm not first in the foreseeable future. I really don't see me getting a 700. So 
I'm probably going to end up selling the stick pack and the hobby wing 200 just because I don't, I don't foresee myself getting a 700. There's, there's not one that I want or like, I'm, I'm completely happy with my 600 550 size stuff. Thought you were toying with, with the idea on another one. I was toying with the Tron 7 7.0. Um, but after thinking it over, I decided not to. Well, that must have best just been in the couple, last couple of days. No, that was in the last month ish. I mean, I still have the battery. I still have the ESCs. Uh, I'm still contemplating it. By the way, I want that battery from you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I had it in the car today. <laughs> Did you? I'm really close to your house. <laughs> what are you, big dummy? You should have said something. Yeah, I didn't think about it till I was already like halfway home. I was like, oh, maybe I should have just set the battery off in the ditch or something. <laughs> you should have said something. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, Facebook blackout is completed. What does uh, that mean? Uh, I do it like once every two years where I just get rid of all my friends completely and kind of redo everything and just kind of add people back in. But I think at this point, like I, I had made it down to eight and I finally just got rid of the last eight. And um, I think I'm just going to use groups like Facebook groups to communicate with and then Facebook messenger to text with people. Um, it just makes it a little easier to navigate Facebook, just using it as a Facebook groups, messenger, and the podcast page. I don't know. There was just a lot of stuff that I was like, I had so many friends and people that I didn't even know or didn't know who they were and this and that. I just had wait. I mean, I only had like 70 or 120 friends or something like that. So I got rid of all that stuff. So now just mainly uh, in the hel helicopter group and other groups and stuff like that that I'm kind of messing with. That makes okay. any sense. It just, it just makes it so it's easier. I may add people slowly back in, but it's currently it's blacked out. Kind of why my profile picture is just a black dot with no background. <laughs> Uh, if there is a way to get rid of Facebook, I would. As... That's pretty much how I how I'm doing it. Like I I still have stuff that pops up in my in my scroll and stuff like that, stuff that I normally look at. But uh... well, the thing is, is that really we need it for the event. We need it for you know if we're on Teams to be able to communicate with people. Yeah, you uh, just use it as a forum base. Is kind of what I'm doing. Yeah just for pages and stuff. So I, I still have everything. I just don't have. I mean, used know. to, we went to Heli Freak. We went to Run Rider. Yeah, Run Rider's dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's gone. Hopefully it comes back because I, I, I wish, I wish he would have like at least notified us to like, hey, I'm going to shut it down in like a month. So if you need to download your pictures or stuff like that, we could have downloaded our picture because there was a lot of stuff on there that I know you have and Mike had and I had and all that stuff's gone. Like, Yeah, and but I downloaded all mine his first go around. No, yeah, I, I don't think I did that. 
I may have, but I don't think I did. I have to search on my computer. I don't know what happened. I mean, he just up and left. Yeah, I guess when it gets to the point when you're you're having to pay for the server, uh, you know, to keep everything up and, you know, you don't have any sponsorship to pay for it. It's coming out of your own pocket at some point. Because I'm, I guarantee he had a, a decent amount of money. He probably had to pay a month because he had a, a ton of videos. Yeah. A ton. So I, I know all that data costs money to, to have up there. I, I wish the market wouldn't be as bad as it was and sponsorship and he could have had help and support, but it just didn't happen. Now the part that, that kind of bites is that there was a lot of videos up there and a lot of good ones. Yeah. There was a lot of uh, urchin videos and yeah old uh, SRC videos and it was a lot of I've said on here on the podcast a lot about all the run rider videos and stuff and I used to watch them at work all the time because it was I mean at work YouTube is blocked and we don't can't get Facebook and we're inside the factory the only stuff I could watch was run rider so now that's dead and gone that sucks yeah there is a video out there that I've talked about it before on the, the podcast, Peyton Yotis. Uh, yeah. And yes. And um, that video was inspiring for me back at a very, you know, oh, yeah. young age it. in the hobby. Well, a lot of that stuff is still on Netflix and stuff. So not Netflix. <laughs> 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 on YouTube. Jeez. My brain. And, and it may very well be. I mean, because Mark Ryder is not the only one that took video. True. And, you know, it's just it was it, it was the only thing that I could view through the factory website that wasn't blocked. So uh, I, I my refrigerator died, um, which sucks because my shop fridge died and then I tried to fix it and Anyway, uh, long story short, I had to sawzall that damn thing up. And that's the one thing that I wish I owned was a sawzall. I had to borrow Mike's sawzall. But, man, I love that damn thing. You can – you can. I completely took a refrigerator and made it into a, a box of two-foot by four-foot pieces of foam and aluminum. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy what you can do and, like, completely destroy with a sawzall. That was cool. I have a couple of them. I don't even have one. I have a jigsaw and that's it. I mean, we end up using it at uh, Ice House to, to cut up my awning stuff. I remember that. Damn thing. Damn thing's good. Um, I got my Spark remodified and I sold the Mavic Air. I decided to keep the Spark. Um, remodified it. Got some night blades for it. One of the batteries and the night blades is already dead, so I had to order some new batteries for it but <clears throat> got it remodified speed mod redone so i thought you sold a spark no this is still the original spark this this is still the original one that i've had for years i need to pick up another battery or two i picked up a portable charger for it but i'm still trying to hunt down a battery that's not 80 dollars is that the one that we were flying around the light towers one night at about yeah. two o'clock in the morning, probably doing flying a sight, night fly. 
So yeah. Um, yeah, it's modified for the speed mod and the fall and increase in speed and X, Y, or Z. I just need to pick up another battery. I thought I had three batteries with H's on them, but I only have two batteries with H's. I always mark my batteries H for Houdini, so I wouldn't get them mixed up with other people's when we're at fun flies, we all charge the batteries at the same time. Gotcha. Uh, I don't know. I've, I've been think, kind of thinking about quitting our text group that we have. We have a heli text group that I sometimes it's not quite heli related. <laughs> I've really Often. thought about quitting it. Um, but I just can't take, I just can't do it. Like I've tried, I just mentally, I use it as like a whiteboard to just throw stuff at sometimes. Almost like a site, like a therapist that can't talk back to me. I just sometimes post just crazy stuff, just whatever's on my brain and throw stuff out there. So the text group, how many people's in it? Uh, we have 11 in it. There's 11 people. Yeah. So to give a little contents to that, there is times when I go to bed <laughs> And Spiegel is Spiegling. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. And uh, I wake up the next morning and between him and, and Nelson and a couple others, there's all of a sudden 100 text messages. <laughs> yeah, we, we can definitely get on a roll um, at yeah. night sometimes. Sometimes it's me, sometimes it's other people. But I thought about getting rid of it, but I enjoy it so much. And I think it helps me mentally to be able to just say stuff that doesn't matter. And people aren't going to judge me. Uh, they still may judge me, but I don't care. <laughs> now it's, I, I, I actually find the group very enjoyable. Uh, sometimes a little bit too much, uh, you know, rocket stuff, but. I won't go into detail. <laughs> Rocket or moon, space. <laughs> space moon. I think somebody gets spaced out on something. Yeah. Uh, okay. I I have I've been hunting an RC heli screwdriver. My electric screwdriver I stripped out. I had a I don't know what it, it was orange and black. Anyway, I ended up breaking it. It's stripped out and garbage and thrown away. So I was wanting to tr try to see if Ian would do a uh, his what is he? He's not tech tip. His wrenching with Ian or whatever. I was wanting to, to see if he he could do a screwdriver review or if any of you guys use one that works really well. I had a buddy Steve uh, Powell that had one and it had like a torque setting. You could adjust it so it would. Like if you're putting in screws, you could set it to like the lowest setting and it would just like, you could run screws in and it wouldn't like over torque them. So you're talking about a cordless RC heli screwdriver. Yeah. Like a something to take all screws out and put back in, maybe not put back in, but maybe put back in. <laughs> That's small enough to fit in, you know, my toolbox and all of that stuff. If anybody has any options or anything, or if Ian does a wrenching with Ian or whatever he can research out and see or if he doesn't do it maybe I'll 
research some stuff out and try to figure out. Well, I'm sure if Ian does it, uh, there's a couple of people on the podcast that will finish <laughs> a few things for him. Cause I, Give a little more detail. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know I know Andy uses one because he's mentioned it. Um, I just don't know. I have to buy one, and it's, it's something that I'm going to use so often that I need to research it out before just buying whatever's at Walmart or Home Depot or Lowe's or whatever. So if I'm going to use one, I typically use it to tear down. I don't ever use it to put together. Mm, I typically don't, but there's times that I do. Uh, but for the and, most and part, actually, it's just to take apart. Actually, the, the best one I've ever used is a little on the pricey side. It's a snap-on. Uh, fucking snap on. <laughs> it, it, well, I'm, I'm telling. I'm just telling you, it's a snap on. It's got uh, a clutch setting to it. I think it's one through ten. The trigger on it, you don't have to flip it. You know, from one side to the other, it's just a pistol grip, and you push it uh, up or down for forward or back. Yeah. We'll see. I I just need to research it out. Hey, hold on one second. I need to put my meat on the ground. <laughs> That sounded great. Meanwhile, while Richard's putting his meat on the grill. I hear nothing but quiet. He must have muted it. I would advise not putting your meat on the grill. That hurts. <laughs> All right. Nice. So, so uh, I have a toilet question um, that I need to ask our scientist. Is this about changing the wax ring? No, no, no. This isn't a double wax ring thing. Um, I was watching a movie and um, I forgot what movie it was, but they ended up the room filled up full of water and they all went to the toilets to run something through it to be able to breathe. Because they said that's the only place there's air in the room. But I'm thinking if you pressurize a room with, with water, it's going to find it the way out and the only way out is through the toilets or the vents or anyway it's one of the things that i needed to ask i put it on here so i wouldn't forget but i need to to do some i need to find the movie and find the time in the movie and have him watch it and then i need to get feedback i called bullshit on it but i could be wrong my physics and theory uh the other thing the last thing on my list is podcast future um i don't know what people want or need or people want to have if if me doing solo podcast in the middle of the night if i can't get a hold of kenny if people like that or enjoy it or if people would rather me just wait um <clears throat> i need some feedback on it 
made some goals for 2022 and I put, uh, put down for 2022 goals, uh, 10 podcast would be the goal. <laughs> so, okay. Just over one, just under or over one a month. So goal would be 10 podcast. So what's the biggest hurdle on the podcast? When you say trying to get a hold of me, does that mean you have not been able to get a hold of me? Uh, it's just my my sleep schedule and stuff like I was talking to you about offline. Uh, okay. That we're, we're possibly going to try to do, because uh, Kenny gets up at 5 a.m. and drives to work, and it's about an hour drive. And then I'm normally up at 5 a.m. Um, it may not be quite feasible to record anything at 5 a.m. <laughs> depending on when I wake up but just need to try to find a time and something even if I have to like do it when I'm at I kind of don't want to do it while I'm at like break at work but uh, I also want to try the the more than one person again um, I, I think I have to pay for the zoom $150 for a year to get the more than three people. I think you can do th more than three people for 40 minutes on the record and that's it. So you have to stop. Like if you listen to a lot of podcasts and you hear them like, like stopping, like they'll take a break. Sometimes the reason they're taking a break is because they're getting close to that 40 minute time. And as long as you stay under that 40 minute time, like let's say there's a uh, carry on here, right. Or Mike on here. And we get to that 37 minute mark. Then we take a break, stop the recording. Everybody relinks in, starts another section, right? I think that's why people are doing the break. So kind of getting around and having to spend the $150 for Zoom. I don't know. I just want to try it again. Uh, I know Carrie's on board and Mike wouldn't mind being on board and stuff like that. I just don't know. Don't know how it would work. I need to figure it out. I've been trying to find a way to record phone calls. Like if somebody for, I could like, if somebody didn't have zoom, they could just call me and then I could broadcast that to a microphone and then have it record. But I haven't figured that out. I need to work on it more. I don't know if there's a way or not, but I did some, some Googling and researching, but I couldn't really figure anything out. But that's about all. I don't think I, I, I've been working on this 380 that you gave me, getting it rebuilt. Um, but I'm, I'm still looking for a motor. If anybody has a motor for a 380 for not retail price, because the motor retails $100, so. Which one are you trying to find? Just the X Nova 890. Just the okay. Just the stock one. I don't care if it's used. I don't care if it's scratched up some. Um, I just don't want to spend a hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, I have ESD. I don't have. I have some aligned servos and stuff like that. This I was going to try to smash it into a, a scale fuselage, which I may or may not happen. Um, that's something I kind of need to get off my ass and start doing a little bit more, also, but. How far along are you on the 380? Uh, it's rebuilt. I think I have to pull the head apart 
but I've got the tail rebuilt, the, the belts in, the booms in. Uh, I haven't glued this boom supports because if I go scale fuselage, I'm going to have to shorten the boom, boom supports really, really short. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much rebuilt. It's there. I have everything. It's just, it kind of got stuck where I was like, oh, I need a motor. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to spend any time on it until I figure out the motor situation. So we'll see. Other than that, I haven't really flown any. I need to start keeping my oxys in the car or my M2 in the car. I need to keep something in the car. So if I get off of work and there's no traffic or I could stop and go at least put a flight or two in. I haven't even been to my secret spot by my house lately. Do you still have your M1? Yeah, I still have the M M1, M2. Okay. Two oxys. You know, I just need to I need to pack them in the car because if I don't have them in the car, then I'm definitely not going to stop. You know, if I have to come home and grab them and then get out and then go back out, it's like at that point, I'm like, screw it. I'm just going to go to sleep. But I feel a little bit better. I think my sleep schedule and everything's starting to kind of get back to normal a little bit. Um, I started taking some tranquility powder to sleep, which has helped me transition uh, back to day shift after working a week. Now, now the tranquility powder, that's something that's legal to purchase, correct? Yes. Yes. It is legal <laughs> powder to purchase. Okay. Well, I'm just asking. <laughs> it's, it's got a whole bunch of stuff in it, but if, yeah, if you take the recommended dosage, which is like two little cups into a water and you can mix it with however much water you want, but it's 36 milligrams of mel melatonin. <laughs> is what it is, along with a bunch of other stuff. It's pretty strong. I don't- I would say so. I haven't been taking the like full double cup dosage. I've just been doing one dosage to try to transition uh, back to day shift. And it's been working. I, I got a little bit more accomplished today than I normally would have on a Sunday. So that's all I got. I'm done my rambling uh, on well the, what Kenny's done that actually goes and flies RC helicopters. I do. And, and I have, I have flown practically every weekend. I haven't really missed a whole lot. There's been a couple of times that I've missed that I've been out of town, but otherwise, you know, I go out and fly almost ritually on Saturdays uh, this past week. I flew on Friday because Saturday when we all woke up or Friday night late, uh, we had a uh, Northern, I guess, come in that was blowing about 40 miles an hour, it seems like. And so that carried on, on through Saturday. Uh, actually, I think it increased throughout the day before it finally started letting off. But uh, yeah, I, I have flown quite a bit. Um, and I have flown quite a few models in the last couple, three months. Yeah, you've, you've been putting a lot of flights in. Uh, not, not, not as many as some, but I have put a lot of flights in. And, the, and I've had some projects out there that I've been working on, a project that 
not many people knew about, which was the, I'm going to say it out loud, Tron 5.5. I do have one and I did, I wanted to see what the difference was because my, one of my favorite 550s of all time has always been the 516, just, you know, it was a very well put together model. And it's not a, a 550, but um, it flew well. It had a bigger presence in the air. So that's that's one that I tried. And yeah, there's a few things there that, that you know, sort of is similar, but I don't really think it was the same model. It's... I know it's made out of the same place and yada, yada, yada. And I get all of that stuff. Yeah. That's political shit for somebody else that. Yes. Gives a fuck. The, the hardest thing that I had with that model for me, I'm the minority because I pirouette to the right. Most people pirouette to the left. And because I pirouette to the right and I haven't really forced myself to learn the pirouetting skill set to the left i can i just don't i need a model that that holds up well and unfortunately pirouetting to the right unless you ever if you if you're running a real high head speed then it holds fine i haven't really felt that but yeah i i've been able to blow it out with the speed up gear yes oh. mine flies great i don't have a problem with it it's a fabulous flying. Yeah. And so anyway, so the here recently I picked up a used logo 550SX. And I have flown that one quite a bit. Now this the logo. <laughs> I won't go into details up. on that, but yes, I got it at a good price. <laughs> you know, the, the tails is set up for my flying style the the only negative that i have about that model is the the infamous logo tail twitch it just seems to happen oh the slow slow wag slow wag and i'm trying to work that Mm -hmm. out of it v controls actually they released an update here not too long ago that has a tail wag menu to try to get rid of the tail wag and it helps tail suppression, uh, something tail suppression, uh, tail wag suppression. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's awesome, but it doesn't take it away completely. So I need to do a little bit of homework on the tail and Good see luck. if I can't <laughs> see if I can't figure that out. But otherwise I have been flying that model naked because I don't have a canopy. Oh, it didn't come with a canopy. Uh, well, it was supposed to, but it didn't, and mm. that's a, a little bit of a sore subject. Yeah. It, it is. It's fine because it's, you know, I got it at a good price. I went ahead and ordered a canopy this past week. So I'll have a canopy here soon. And, But I have been flying it all this time without a canopy, and <laughs> I still remember the very first time I flew naked. Uh, I was out at ARCA. I was flying uh, uh, Rod's. Oh, Rod. Yeah. What, what's his son's name? Carter. Carter. 
I was flying Carter's um, Raptor or Thunder Tiger 700E. Thunder Tiger 700E. And it was the very first time I ever flew without a canopy. It was me, a buddy of mine, and Carter and Rod. Rod was not first time, you know, he usually has a camera in his hands and he's taking pictures, he's doing video and and I still remember I took that up in the air. I couldn't have been in the air more than 30 seconds. And then the next thing I know, this model flies behind us in through a fence. I lost it. And so I haven't flown a whole lot without a canopy since then, but I have flown some. But I've kind of learned how to fly without a canopy now. And good. Uh, it's not too hard, but you have to concentrate on the model a little bit more. Well, I've. I've been in the hobby a few more years since then. And, you know, people talk about orientations and picking up certain things and focusing on one thing. And, and one thing I've figured out, you know, it's, I don't really know what I focus on anymore because I just see a model in the air. Um, March 18th. Huh? No, go ahead. I'm just looking up something. So anyway, um, the model flies good. And, uh, and one thing about it is, and Friday was a testament because Friday it was real windy and it held, it was stout the whole time. The tail was stout. It, it, uh, and through all my pirouetting stuff that I do, uh, the tail held. And so good. Yeah. I, I, I did like that a lot. And so from there, I've been, all over the map where 700s are concerned. And when I say that, when you look at my lineup of helicopters, I've got several 700s. And I kind of got away from it for a little while. Then I got back into 700s. And I'm trying to figure out which one I like. Uh, started flying the miniature aircraft, uh, the 730E. And that model flies very well. Be a little bit on the pricey side to put it into the ground, but it does fly very well, and the tail holds on it. The Soxos that I've had for a long time, the Strike, it was weak on tail authority, and so I didn't fly it as much. Or when I did fly it, I had to pull back from it because I would stall the tail whenever I was pirouetting to the right. And and that that same thing keeps on going through my head. You know, you really need to learn how to pirouette to the left just as much as you do to the right but yeah just for the models even if yeah. it's, it's just so when you do, are flying a model with with lower tail authority than what you want you can pirouette to the yes to and the left instead of the right but i have i have a brain block i've started to work on it but it's mainly on the sim working on it a lot now i picked up the new Soxo Strike 7.1 or Soxo 700 7.1 Strike 7. I, I, <laughs> whatever the exact name is. Anyway, I picked up one. Are you, and, are you sure you own it? <laughs> yeah, well, yes, I'm positive. And put it together. And that one, the tailgate ratio is 5.1 to 1. Man, it's solid. The tail on it is solid. I like the model a lot. And so I've kind of zoned in on, on a specific 700 that I like now. You know, we'll, we'll see where that goes from there. 
I've kind of got my list of models now that I'm flying. I still have nitro. I haven't done a whole lot with it, but I have my models that I fly that I enjoy. There, I still have a 380 that I fly, a 380, a MSH 380, and a Buddy 380. The Buddy 380 is an autoing son of a gun, man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't tried to auto mine. Dude. <laughs> I need to. Uh, yeah, just ask Westbrook. I I autoed that thing over and over and over. Just trying to crash it. Seriously. I don't even know if I have bell out. I have brain on it, so it should be set up on bell, on auto rotation bell out. Well, I had to use bell out a couple of times. I even was doing uh uh aerobatic autos with the the buddy 380. I when I was doing it, the wind was blowing and you had to be real careful with it because you'd kill the head. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I have had a lot of fun autoing that model. A lot of fun. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I... I just never had fun with the 700. 700 fly good, but I just could never have... I was the price point or I don't know what it is, but... Anyway, well, the the buddy is one that I'm not really scared about crashing it. the The cost of it, you know, isn't that much. Now, that one suffers from tail authority worse than all of the rest of them. The buddy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can stall mine, but yeah, that one's easy to stall. I mean, the the stock setup is like three point six. No one. Yes. Yes, go look it up. Look it up. But they have it's speed not, up gear, right? They do. But it doesn't get it up there high enough. Looking. I didn't think it was that low. Anyway. I don't even know if I have the speed up gear. I can't remember if I bought the speed up gear or not. I uh I've had a lot of fun here flying here lately and it's, you know, it uh, takes me away from all the crap that I deal with. Anyway, the, I have, I have too many models, period. <laughs> I have too many models and I need to sell some of them. Uh, some of these things I don't fly anymore and um, there's still a model that's sitting on the shelf that I'll probably put together to, to retry. I bought one a long time ago and then, uh, I don't know why I got rid of it. It's, I got rid of it. Something didn't seem right. The head was making noise. Blades were coming out of track, whatever the case is. Anyway, it was logo 700. Uh, and I know that that one is set up well as, uh, as well but one thing the 550 has shown me is that the the logo models are just real quiet yeah they've Very always quiet. been silky smooth yes they have not proto's uh, quiet but quiet yeah, proto's quiet is pretty i mean those are pretty quiet too anyway i i don't know i i haven't decided on that one right there uh at the moment the the seven one is 
flying very well. I want to put some more flight time on that. And I've got to decide what I want to do with all these models. <laughs> so. Well, if you have so, a Rave ENV Nitro 700, I, I, I may be interested. <laughs> I do have one and you can't have it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of one of the, the unicorn models that I wouldn't mind picking up. I have a couple of them. I have an electric variant and I have the nitro variant. I just wish the 700 nitro didn't burn as much damn fuel as it does. I know. It's ridiculous. Well, you can always get a gasser. Yeah. I'm waiting to see what happens with our buddy's gasser. Oh, I have it. flown it. Uh, I've flown it several times now. Waiting for it to get broken. in. Sitting there flying it in the air after about, I don't know, 11 minutes and your back starts to hurt because you're just looking straight up at this model that's doing like 1600 head speed because he doesn't want you to turn it up. Hey, he's following the break-in procedure. I know, but the break-in procedure sucks. <laughs> you you know, I don't know. It's, it's, I've thought about it. I truly have. I've thought about it, but gasser is just oh it's expensive it is that's an expensive uh model of course once you get into it then you're fine uh yeah it's just a motor it, and pipe and well i mean if you think about a motor and pipe a 105 and a pipe or the i don't know what motor he has in that thing and which pipe it is that he's using i know that they're that they're they're similar in price yeah it's uh so if you're gonna buy something like that you know and you don't mind going through and by the way this takes a long time <laughs> three gallons three gallons of fuel yeah uh, that takes a long time but it's cheap the gas is cheap the, the model is not cheap. the conversion's not well i think get it get them get them on as soon as gets it broken and actually gets it completed yeah i uh i'm looking forward to flying it uh when the when the motor is broken a little bit more the the last time i flew it mike and i went out there on a it was last last minute on a sunday and uh and I flew it a couple of times and the last flight that I did, uh, he was, he told me that I could do some 3d with it. Just try not to load the head. So that's what I did. And <laughs> I didn't load the head, but I, I did pirouetting flips. I, you know, uh, aileron rolls, rolls, just easy things in the air without loading it up. And the the model the the more fuel that ran through it the the better it sounded yeah um so it, it wasn't bad the last time i flew it it wasn't bad I'm and still uh, waiting until it gets bro broken and good uh, you gotta try it of course that means you have to go to the field and go flying <laughs> i did go to the field 
Well, you have to tell somebody that you're going to go to the field, especially <laughs> one that has a gate that's locked. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. I, I don't know about the gasser. Uh, it's, it's not something that I naturally gravitate to. I, I do like gas models, nitro models. Uh, I do have some fuel, but the, you know, the cost of fuel is what, as far as I see is just going to go up and it, it hasn't gone down. What nitro or gasoline? Yes. Nitro. Oh. I would rather have a nitro versus gas. Me too. And I have my 580 Nitro. I need to get that thing running more than just one tank out of it. I need to get it in the air. But I have been on this electric, you know, fact-finding mission, if you will, of trying to find a model that that fits me, that I enjoy. Now that I've kind of zoned in on that. And I've got some other things, too, that I've been working on. You know, the... I don't know about competition, but just like the F3C, FAI style. Uh, I have worked on that a little bit and trying to set up a model, you know, where you're hovering at 50% or zero pitch, I guess, neutral. I have set one up and I have done some flying on that. And that's interesting. It, it really is. One of the things that I've been working on now and next time we get together, you'll see that is used to, I only took off with the tail looking at me, uh, nose, you know, tail in uh, and I, and I took off. I never really did it like on a, on the model, looking at the side of the model. And now when I take off, I try to always take off with looking at the side of the model. I've tried that in the past, but I always end up pussing out and just doing it regular you you have to push yourself to do that and for me you know the the depth perception for me is an issue so i'm really focused on the head and making sure that when the model it's comes level. up it's coming up level um we're just kind of cheating push it away a little bit well see if i'm going to be doing the fai f3c i need it to come straight up Oh, okay. And you and, have to take off like model facing horizontal? Well, it depends on which, if you're in the, the beginners, you're taking off tail end and okay. you come straight up and then you, you fly to the left and then you go straight up and then you fly to the right and you come back down and then you fly back to center and then you land. Um, there's not a whole lot of turning and that kind of stuff on the on the oh, crap what 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 do they call that f3c uh well i know it's f3c but there's there's division there's beginners uh, sportsmen and, yeah sportsmen so that's the one that i've been practicing a sportsman and i want to continue down that road and to see where it goes that's good ashton kind of told me that i need to start probably because i told him i was kind of bored with kind of getting bored with flying he was like you really need to start trying different stuff or try to push yourself because 
orientation wise, I'm not, I don't have any issues. So I don't have any issues orientation either uh, for the most part, you know, there's still some stuff that'll get you tricked up from time to time. Yeah. That's going to happen. But just the fact, you know, throwing autos in there now and taking off, you know, looking at the side of the model. Um, I mean, I got so comfortable with it uh, when I was flying the buddy and, you know, I'm using a smaller model on some of this because it's just easier. And when I say easier, it's, it's uh, if something goes South, it's, it's easier on the pocketbook. <laughs> Very true. But whenever I auto, you know, obviously I'm trying to auto, I'm just trying to auto straight in right now. And I don't know that the 380 has got an, it's not going to have enough left in it to try to do that turning auto that they do on F3C or FAI. Uh, it might. Traveling auto. No, I don't think so. It, it might, but it might as some, somebody who's really good at it. And I may try it. I'm, I'm not done yet. I'm still doing my thing. But one of the things that I was doing is whenever I did an auto is if I'm looking at the model on the runway now and the, the sun's, you know, in a bad position. So we we're actually looking north now uh, and the sun is is setting in the west. And so I'm looking at the model and I auto it in. And if I went past me, literally, I'd go past me and land the model. Sometimes, sometimes it was in front. Sometimes I'd hit it, you know, spot on. Yeah. But if I went past me, I did not change positions. All I did is look back at the model and took back off, even though I'm facing north. Okay. I'm following. And the more I did that, the more comfortable I got. The buddy for that reason has been a fantastic model to do that with. You think it autos better than the Protos 380? Cause I know you, you did a ton of autoing with the Protos. Well, I had the Protos uh, 380 set up for that at one time. And uh, the two times that I crashed the Protos 380 doing autos, it was just stupid expensive on that. Oh, the Protoss, the 380 wasn't a cheap model to crash, and it's not an easy model because of the way you have to do the wiring on it. Yeah, the wiring's pain in the ass. The wiring is a pain. The buddy wire is way better. Yes, and so that's why I'm just going to stick with that that model. It's just easier. Otherwise, I need to get rid of some models. Yeah. So if anybody out there wants anything send me a note. I might have something and I will throw a disclaimer in there. Now, uh, all of these models I have flown myself, everything I've got, but if you decide to buy something from me, it's up to you to check it out before you put it in the air. Anyway, very true. Yes. Very true. <clears throat> but I, I, uh, I promise you, if, if there's something that you're looking for, a specific size, just shoot me a note and and I might have some. You never know. Uh, past that, I guess I've been rambling on for a little while. I was going to talk about charging equipment. <laughs> My charging equipment sucks. Yes. But 
You have a charging box. I don't know why you guys don't use them. Because the, one of the your I have two charging boxes. I need fans for one, and the uh, Rev Electrics charger. One of the banks is out. Mm. It doesn't work. But you have that that one that has the two Q sixes, right? The two yes. ISD Q6s that's long made for you. And, and, and it works, uh, but I've got a fan that's bad on it. And this Amazon a fan. I know, I know. But the the only thing is, is the power supply on that one right there is a little on the small side. And I just wished it was a little bit bigger. Oh. Well, you wanted a little bitty case so you get a little bitty power supply. <laughs> and you're right. I got a little bitty power <laughs> supply, but. And on 12S, it's fine. It's the box gets a little warm. Um, mm. Just add a couple more fans to it. Uh, if I did that, I need somebody to do some 3D stuff for it. Yeah. 3D printing. I can. I just don't have that same color. I could have to do it in black. Oh, I don't care. Anyway, that's I, I need to work on that. I uh I have several of the Revo chargers, PL8s and the dual, and I have a, uh, what's that other one? Yeah, I got one here I need to build a case for. What is it? Oh, one Mike got for me, the uh, ISD Q6 Nano, the Q6 Nano charger. Right. 10 to 30 volts input. Uh nine amp max current input max output eight amps 200 watts i was going to make a uh, wireless charger with and power it with the uh, 6s 5000s ah i was going to do two 6s 5000s subbed into a case to uh charge wirelessly that's what i was planning on but i haven't got off my ass and done it I'm lazy. Well, I mean, I've got chargers. I got, actually, I got plenty of chargers, but I just, I don't know. I wish there was something that had a, a better option, you know, I don't four ports or maybe two is the way to go. I, I don't know. I, I, I got to look into that a little bit more. I mean, I've got the Revos, which I really don't use a whole lot anymore. I still have the, the Cell Pro the and and it works well actually that's how i charge the the uh, stick packs that i have mm -hmm. and and that one works well but that's you know obviously a dying breed and do i use it till it fails or do i just use it here at the house i don't know you have to dig a hole and bury it probably um and i have the isdtp10s but they don't discharge Oh, I don't even have a discharger. And then, and then I bought the Toolkit RC. Uh, I think I named that wrong, but it's a Toolkit RC is what it is. It's an M6D 500 watt charger, and uh, I bought a couple of those. In uh, this, they've actually got fairly good reviews. But I bought one. I didn't have it two weeks and one of the ports went out 
And so I just, I seem to be having problems with chargers here. I got to figure that out. <laughs> See, I don't have a problem with mine. I, I, I never actually use them. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever I go to the field, I've got a bag that I take. And inside that bag, I've got my uh, uh, Meanwell uh, uh, charge or power supply. And then I've got a bag that has all of my connectors and uh, inside of that. And then I've got chargers inside of that. And I just carry one bag and it's got several chargers that are with it. And yeah, I like this M6D that you have, but you said one side stopped working. One side stopped working. The other thing about that one too, that you have to be careful with is that uh, it will charge without the balance port. Oh, okay. And on a 6S LiPo, I've, I've found this out because I I hooked everything up, hit charge, came back a little bit later and looked at it, and the cell voltages were off, and I'm thinking, what the heck is going on here? And I realized I didn't plug in the balance lead. And so... On balance lead the the cell voltages were off you know not a whole lot but they were still off and half a volt you know it's yeah that, so, that reminds me i have a plug i need to fix on one of my success 5000 balance ports i took the the battery and i put it in the the buddy and i went out and flew and came back you know because it's already discharged now and I just didn't discharge it. I don't really, I, I don't deplete the batteries out period on, on anything. You know, I'm real comfortable about that. I, I flew it, came back, plugged everything back in and then I balance charged it and it was fine. But the nice thing about the toolkit RC M6D chargers is they, uh, they discharge. So as you're charging, you'll see them, you'll see the, the the individual cells it's uh what's the right word it it does balancing and not just does, additive not adding voltage but it'll discharge some cells while it's charging I'm, others I'm, I'm assuming it's discharging cells but it may not be discharging cells it may just be uh you know slowing the rate down on one cell and increasing another cell true so that way the, the cells no, come back up to even. Yeah. But the point is, is that it does that. Now, if you go to the ISDT P20, then it does that, or the P30 and it does that. Uh, but the problem with all of those chargers now is the, 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 the screens are polarized and uh, Whenever you have polarized glasses on, the, the screen just turns black. <laughs> now, and I did, I did buy some, the, some polarized material film. Uh, and when, counter react that. And, and it does work. I can counter react that. But the stuff that I ended up getting was tinted, not clear. And so I've never reordered it. The, the tinted would be fine, I guess. It's just a little bit darker, but I can see it with polarized glasses. 
So anyway, that's it. That's me. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, so my 2022 goals are I want to get 10 podcasts in, so nine more. So that shouldn't be so one a month ish is kind of what I want to do. And then uh, I, I want to hit up four events. So we have Helly's over Apache Pass and Ice House. So I just need to hit two more events on top of those. So other than that, I don't think I really have any, I don't have any flight goals or learn to do this or learn to do that. I want to get out more, but that's all going to be up in the air at this point, but I'd like to get to four events at least. That's so, good. So two, two other than our current events that we go to. Well, I, I probably have the, in addition, okay, I'll agree with you on the 10 podcasts. I think we, there's no reason why we can't do 10. And, and I'll state this now, just so everybody's on the same page. Uh, you're not waiting on me to do the podcast. <laughs> okay? okay. I'm saying that out loud. You're not waiting on me. Okay. So I'll agree with the, with the 10. Uh, in fact, I'd, I would say just a couple more just for, for, uh, you know, yeah. general reasons. I mean, when we first started and we had Brent on and stuff and I was pumping them out, you know, once every two weeks, I got on a roll there and was pumping them out pretty, pretty aggressively. Uh, like to get back on that, on that type of, that type of ratio, not, it, not, not like making it or forcing it just, you know, I like to get back up to that once every three weeks to two weeks type of deal. I, and I would agree with that. And, you know, it's, and I understand it. I mean, your, your uh, schedule is completely left side, left field <laughs> yeah. from mine. Yeah. I mean, I go to work early in the morning, but I'm at home typically, but three thirty, sometimes earlier Yeah. in the day. And you know, on Fridays I'm off at, I'm back at the house by 1115 to 1130 on Friday, Saturday and Sunday I'm off. I'm hoping that I can get to the front end of the week, um, work schedule wise by the end of this year, but I know I'm, I'm stuck on the back end of the week working Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturdays, uh, for at least the next six months. Um, until people get up to speed and people get back from pregnancy and X, Y, or Z. So I'm well, stuck I, where I, I am. I truly do hope that that works out. I, it'd be good if you could get on the schedule that, you know, you could live a, a normal you're life. working at night. And so working at night, you know, it's just some, I guess it's an acquired taste. You have to get used to that, but I don't think uh, I ever get used to it. <laughs> It'd be good if you can get back to a normal, some oh, kind of normalcy. If I could get to a day shift, I'd probably not know what, what's happening. I'd probably be so confused. But it, anyway. It wouldn't take you long. Either here nor there. You know, I did 28 years of 
of going in at 6.30 to 7 o'clock in the morning and getting off at 6.30 to 7 o'clock at night. Yeah, 12 hours. And sometimes longer than that. And then when I first left the company, it was like, what, what, what do I do? I'm, I'm confused here. I'm lost. <laughs> Too much time on your hands. Too much time on my hands. And I figured out that oh, badass. Bad <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. I'm a little older than you, but. Uh, yeah, you're good. Now, I hope that works out for you. I truly do. So uh, goals, I want to continue down the path of I may not ever compete. It doesn't make me any difference, but. I want to learn something new and the FAI F3C doing the autos, learning how to take off side view on the left or the right, taking off nose in. I'm just mentally trying to push myself just to do something a little bit different because I got to break it up a little bit. You know, I've been, there's lots of people that have been in this hobby a lot longer than I have. Um, in fact, let me tell you a little story real quick. I was talking to Danny Melnick the other day and and Danny started flying a over 40 years ago. Jeez. All kidding aside. Um and we were talking and uh I started with something was said about Curtis and I said something about the Stingray when we were flying Back in fact, I said back in the day when we were flying the Stingray, and he said, "Kenny, you say that like it was forty years ago. It wasn't, but just five years ago, or six, whenever it was." And and he's right. I mean, it's not like it's that long no, ago. That was five years. And it may have been longer than that. Maybe longer than that. But he reminded me that there's people who've been in this hobby a very, very long time that are still in the hobby. And, you know, Danny's in the hobby still. He took a little hiatus for a little while, but he's still in the hobby and he still enjoys the hobby. And so the only thing I'm trying to teach myself is just not to do the same thing over and over and over. So 20, 2014, 2015 was the Stingray 500? Error, I would say 15. Yeah, it's there's triple tree, there's videos on there for 2014, yeah. 2015. Okay, so 2013 ish, it wasn't that long ago, yeah. and so anyway, by doing this other stuff that I'm doing, it's just you know, it's been fun. I've enjoyed it a lot and I'm flying more now because of it. It's a new challenge. And so I'm not going to try to say that my goal is to go out there and compete. Uh, that may never happen, but I am going to, I want to push myself to continue to learn. I'm not going anywhere. And so Good. that's my goal. And then I want to try to figure out last year. I didn't, we didn't go to any events besides the local events this year. I've already set things up in my mind that 
uh, I don't want to do that. I, I, I need to go to at least a couple more events. So Urcha being one of them. And I just don't know if I can make Urcha. I'd like to, but. We'll see. You got to start planning now. Yeah. I'm just going to try to make the events that I can actually get in a car and drive to. Urcha being one of them. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll make some events. We'll try to do. We'll try to keep everybody updated with what events we're going to go to. Beforehand. Uh, where are we at? We'll do a quick, short main topic. Uh, I typed this a while back. Uh, it's about people don't be a stranger when you go to events or you go to the field or stuff like that. I see a lot of people that go to events and they just sit there and they don't like mingle and go meet people or introduce themselves. Um, you never know when you're going to be the next guy in the hobby. You're going to be the guy that... 10 years from now that you have a podcast or, you know, you're a sponsor pilot. Um, just try to get to know people. I mean, don't be a nuisance, but definitely don't be a stranger. Um, when you go to events, try to talk to people, try to get to know people. You never know when you're going to meet somebody that, you know, going to be your next best friend for the next 10 years or 20 years. Uh, the the uh, one of the key components to being a sponsored pilot is making is being approachable, and so you know us guys that's been in there for a really long time. Uh, if you see somebody like that and they're they're quiet, walk up to them and say hello, introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of bad on that too. Not horrible bad, but. I probably could do better at, uh, I mean, running an event and stuff like that, we have to do that anyway, just to kind of get to know whoever, who all is out there type of deal. But um, I need to work on getting better at that. Yeah. It, and anytime that we're at an event, I, I don't believe there's anybody, at least on the helicopter side, I, nothing with the ice house airplanes, all that stuff, but on the helicopter aside, I make it a point to say hello to everyone. That's just um, because you want to fly all their helis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what can I say? <laughs> you OPH'd it like crazy. That's right. Worked out. I'm looking forward to the next time. But that's kind of like going to the field. I fly Mike stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and my stuff. But yeah, just, just try to be approachable. Try to, you know, you never know when we're going to get another Carter. I mean, we haven't had, we haven't had any young talent since Carter. I don't think not if I'm missing anybody, but I'm kind of looking for that next person to locally step it up. And, you know, we haven't had anybody in a while. I'm still looking for that person. Well, we still have a couple of of younger RC heli pilots 
them. I mean, they still may be in their twenties or thirties, but you never know. They may pop one day. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, what's new? Uh, the five eighties new. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'd like to, I'm kind of holding out on the 580 to kind of see what kind of canopy color options they end up having. Uh, the boom on it's ginormous. It's a, the boom is the same diameter boom as the Agile 7.2 has, but on a 550. So it's a ginormous boom. Um, the layout looks good. The weight to, looks good. The gear ratios look good. Uh, I like the canopy. I like the machine. I just kind of want to wait to see what kind of other canopy color options come out. I don't want to run it. I don't want to run it on 12S though. Well, that's the thing is uh, Mike and I were talking about this yesterday. I just don't think that the 580 is a good success option. I th I think that's a 7s machine or 12s. Yeah, I don't know what the weight of it is. I mean, if it's comparable to like the Tron 5.5 weight wise, then it it should be fine. But it's not just the weight. You're you're also talking about uh, 580 to 600 millimeter main yeah. blades. Yeah, yeah, it's a longer. And I would I, I I just I just wonder if it's going to look funny with like a smaller disc and a longer boom on it because the boom's built for six six tens i think you can get up to so i just don't know if you're running you know 550 560s and that disc is smaller and the boom is longer i don't know if that would bother me ocd wise i'm saying i don't think that's a good 550 size model i, I don't think you would want to run 550 blades on it yeah you're going to want to run 580 600s and then you can't you can do that on success but now you really crossing the you're crossing that line. Yeah. The the Tron 55 gets by with it because it's a lightweight machine. The the Logo 550SX gets by with it because it's a lightweight machine. Yeah. The uh the E5, the Synergy E5 that I have that's a dedicated Nightbird. Mm -hmm. That is not a good 550 <laughs> machine. It's too heavy. Yeah. I just don't know. I'm kind of waiting to see. Uh, I definitely am not interested in doing a 7S, 8S. If I could do 12S, but I mean, I have the packs for the that I got from you in the Fusion 50, but that's a saddle pack machine, and I kind of just leave the packs in it all the time. I don't ever take the packs out. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not pre-ordering it at this point. I'm kind of waiting to see if they come out with the Nitro also. Then I will be interested. I want to see one in person. True. I don't know. I don't know anybody locally that's going to buy it. Maybe when we go to events, they'll have it. Well, I'm when, when I think of Raw, I'm thinking of the, you know, like the gasser that Mike has. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't have enough canopy on it. Yeah. Well, this this canopy wraps a little bit more, so it's a lot more canopy compared. But until we see it in person, it's going to be up in the air. Right. I'm still I'm I'm still with Carrie. I'm still waiting for the uh, the raw buddy. <laughs> if they make a raw buddy 
and you can fly my raw buddy anytime <laughs> hopefully they correct the tailgate ratio <laughs> yeah because we we definitely need to have a good tail on a raw buddy <laughs> yes uh, uh, i think i did i type this in here jr came out with some new servos they're 8477s uh, that's yours i just happened to see them on facebook facebook that they came out with a new servo and i, don't I guess know. that's replacing the 8417 from back in the day yeah i didn't look up the specs on it i just kind of had noticed i'm not really a jr servo fan anyway or futaba servo fan they're normally above my price range well it doesn't mean that you're not a fan you're just not a fan of the price just not a fan of the price they're good servos uh, well, the 8417s were good servos. I don't know about these. At least they're still producing stuff at this point. Yes. Well, that's a good it's a good sign that they're still making new new products. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I was eating lunch with a buddy of mine yesterday and he brought up something that I did not know about and that is the eye charger is introducing two new chargers, a DX6 and a DX8 dual chargers. I've included a link on there so you can post it. Okay. Um, and if you go to that link uh, on, on YouTube, the guy talks about it for a few minutes. It's not a very in-depth uh, discussion, but there is manuals that are, that are in there on that link. So if you want to go in there and download the manuals and look at it, you, you can. What I found that was interesting on this, let's see if I can find it right quick. I'll tell you, they should have picked a better name. That's what I say. And maybe so. <laughs> this is the batteries that this thing supports. So it supports LiPo, Lilo, Life. I think this is they're they're saying L I V H, and I couldn't find that. I think that's supposed to be L I H V, because there is such a thing. Yeah. There's uh, L T O. Like and and I, I, I kind of feel like I've been living under a rock because I don't understand most of this crap. So obviously, uh, lipo is lithium polymer. Lilo yeah. is lithium ion. Life is. Lithium, lithium ion phosphate. I guess that's lipo high voltage. That's lipo high, uh, lithium ion high voltage, I believe. And then LTO, and I didn't know there was such a thing, is lithium uh, titanate or titanium. I'm gonna charge my Tesla. <laughs> Uh, there's NIZN, which is uh, nickel zinc, and it's similar to nickel metal. Nick, nickel metal, obviously, NICAD, and then uh, lead acid. So there's quite a few batteries out there that this thing supports. And I, I don't know. I, I know what some of these are. Uh, I did a little bit of research. The cell voltages differ in all of these things so mm. there's there's differences here but the kind of cool thing on this thing is 
I mean, one's 1500 watts, the other one's 1600 watts. Uh, it has a discharge capacity, one's 60, the other one's 70. Oh, so it's uh, an eight cell. Right. Eight cell so availability. Uh, one is a six cell, the other one's an eight cell. Okay. It's 1600 watts on the eight cells, 1600 watts total, or 1100 watts. 1100 watts of, I think that's com combined if you have both per side. Per side. Well, no. It's not per side because it's 1600 watts uh, maximum capacity. So it's 1100 watts if you split the two. Okay. At maximum capacity. But the other thing that was interesting on these is they're both regenerative discharge. So I had to look that one up. That's, you have to have a, have to have a, a battery to discharge it, right? Well, from what I'm to understand and i'm going to get corrected on this <laughs> <laughs> from you know regenerative discharge is like uh electric vehicles whenever you hit the brake and the motors oh, yeah. turn into chargers generators and it and it uh charges the battery okay. i you can take a battery and when you regenerative i i I believe you can take a battery and you can charge another battery. Yeah, yeah. By discharging a battery. Correct. It just has to have somewhere to put it. It doesn't have its own heat sink. It doesn't have its own discharge uh, source. It has to have somewhere to put the put the wattage to discharge it or put so the voltage. It's an interesting charger. Both of these are interesting chargers, and so I, and I'll look into it a little bit more. I mean, I'll probably end up with with one. Maybe, maybe this will solve my Your my charger box issues. My, my charger box issues. I mean, when you breath. look at it, the the input voltage on the on the eight uh, on the eight cell is forty nine volts. Oh, what was it on the other one? I don't. Let's see. There it is. I thought I already had this. The input voltage on the six cell is 34 volts. So, I mean, they you can put a decent sized power supply on them. Charge rate is 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 pretty stout. the The fact that it's dual charged, that's got some amenities here that are that are above and beyond. It discharges the regenerative, the fact that it supports batteries I've never even heard of. Uh, not that it really makes any difference in our world, at least not right now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll I just see thought it was it was pretty slick. So yeah, it's a cool cool new charger that's out, and I chargers. It's not out yet, but it's oh, coming. They're, they're and they didn't not. say when it was when it would be uh, released. Oh, so it's it's they just leaked it's, some stuff on it. Yeah, it's from what I understand, it's supposed to be pretty quick. So yeah. I left the YouTube video link in there if you want to go in there and look at it. It's only like uh, just over three minutes long. I clicked it and kind of looked at the little bit. I'll watch it later. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. It's cool. I didn't know about that. 
What is this manual included with each post? Well, that's I I should have put that on that top line. It's just when you go in there to the information on that YouTube video, the manuals are in there. Oh, okay. For okay. each one. Okay. So you can look at the data and the text sheets and stuff yes, like that. That is correct. So next up is events. I'm going to try to keep this events that we may or may not go to kind of in our area. Um, That's what I started doing. That's why I added some of the other ones here. Yeah. So I got with Mike just now trying to figure out when the Rona on the river, or I forgot what the actual name of the damn event is. It's, it's more of a, a plane event, 3d plane event, but they they let us fly helicopters and there's some helicopter guys. So it's a fun event. That is April 1st to the 2nd, I believe. I could be wrong on that. I'll have to verify that. But Cajun Helifest is March 18th to 19th. That was announced today. And May Day is 28th to the 30th. And then Heli's over Apache Pass. Kenny has the sanction filed for May 5th through the 8th. And then Urcha is August 10th through the 14th. And then Chopper Madness is, where's Chopper Madness at? Abilene. Oh, that's Abilene one, 16th to the 18th. Um, I'd like to try to make. Uh, There's no reason why you and I can't make a couple of these. Yeah. I mean, some of, some of these are in driving distance. Yes. Um, we should be able to make some. Of the these. only thing we need is Mike's camper. Mike's camper. <laughs> I have this now. Doesn't get good gas mileage, but. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that one. Well, yeah, but that means you have your, uh, the way you had it set up that the, at the ice house event is your bedroom was also your workshop. Hobby shop. Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot of room in there. Yeah. The front's open. Yeah. It's yeah. I got to work on it. We'll see. And then selling stuff. I still have a bunch of N5C stuff to sell. So if anybody out there wants some N5C lots, I say lot, it's quite a bit, a couple of airframes, parts, spare parts. I'd like to sell it as one whole slew and just spend a hundred dollars to ship it to somebody. Um, somebody's interested. I'll make a deal. I'll take a loss on it. I'm okay with that. Awesome. Kenny. And I stuff. have sold, I've sold the Fataba SC-18. I've sold the miniature aircraft 730E. And I've sold the first gen V control. Thank Ooh. you, Carrie. Thank you, Bill. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you already got rid of that first gen V control. You just got that. You didn't have that long for sure. Uh, that's about all I have. You got anything else? Uh, no, I don't have anything. Uh, other podcasts out there, I'll run through them real quick free for all, scrap pile. Heliheads, Skids Up, uh, BK Podcast, Telerotor, Inverted Down Under, Nuts and Bolts, RC Element, and uh, Bill and YouTube for videos and such. Uh, I have noticed. I have noticed that Heliheads is. I think they've committed to doing uh, a, a pretty regular podcast now. Yeah, they're up there with uh, with Freefall at the moment. Yeah, they're kicking it up. Skids up has been four months, so it's been a while. When I say that Heliheads is up there with Freefall, it's only 
because they're doing one pretty often. Free falls, you know, once a week. Yeah, there's. In, I don't want to still understand how they pull it off, but they get it done. Hats off to them. Yes, and I don't think the. I mean, BK hasn't done one in yeah. how many? BK's months? been twelve months. Inverted down under has been fifteen months. So both of them are kind of. I, I'd say I shouldn't even mention them, but they are podcasts out there and you can listen to them and they do have some good content to listen to. Just not. Yeah, and and current. Kyle is on Heliheads. Yeah. Yeah, which has been nice to have. Yes. Oh, Telerotor's still doing it about as much as we are. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to do it more often now. I'm going to try harder try harder uh if you need to get a hold of me it's houdini rc heli at gmail.com you need to get a hold of me it's rc nuts at gmail.com and i think that's all i have stand the box don't escape be safe you guys go out to the field and go fly make sure you call your buddies make sure you call your buddies before you get to the field (laughs) gotcha see ya later Oh, you ever figure out those puzzle things Mike gave to you? Oh my God. One of them I did. (laughs) Actually, two of them I did. But (laughs) that last, he has this box that's on his desk. And and I took it apart. And you don't take it apart. You just kind of unfold it. Yeah. And... And then he's looking at it and he just kind of like folded it back together. And, and I'm thinking, how did you do that? (laughs) And then I took it apart a little bit and I got it back together and then I took it apart again. And that time I just left it on his desk. You're done. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) I have, I have one that, that I, that I printed and it's in two pieces and you have to like puzzle it together which is the easy part because you can see all the lines and stuff. But as soon as I get it together, I'm, I'm going to give it to Mike because it's, it's frustrating. It's like super frustrating. Like I don't even, I don't even want it here. Like get rid of it. Just, it's so hard. It's like not even fun. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's I've got one in my Amazon card. I'm going to buy one. It's I have to stop buying 
stuff Dunk. in my wife's sewing machine first. Oh, <laughs> still sewing but, machine up. Yeah. Well, in in the last year and a half, I've spent like between two of them more than that i need to get my quilt back my buddy's wife's said that they can't really fix it without like completely taking it apart and spending a a ton of time they hmm. they want to fix it because when they got it they thought it was just like oh there's something i bought at the store but when they got it they realized that it was it was hand built, like no machine. <laughs> right. Like all the patches are hand sewn together by an old German lady. So <laughs> I don't know what it's worth. They were supposed to be like getting a quote. I don't, I don't even care. I was like, just make it so it works again. But I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to do it. So I may have to do it myself and just hand sew it back together and fix it. Now, my wife, uh, they have a uh, sewing machine over there that's specifically designed for quilts. That's all it does is quilts. Mm. Well, I, I mean, give she, it to has, you she has and, two sewing machines that does quilts. I'll have to give it to you and, and see what she can do. I just don't want to spend any money on I mean, I don't mind spending 100 bucks on it to get it fixed, but it's a lot of time to fix it. I understand. It's my blinky. Yeah, I, I understand. It. I miss it. I blinky for years. Blinky. I cannot believe you went out there this morning without <laughs> saying anything. I was going to surprise you all. <laughs> and I got there and the gate was locked. And I was like, it's 1030. Uh-oh. And then somebody posted, it's cold this morning. And I was like, oh, man. I yeah, think I, I think I just wasted some gas. <laughs> well, you got out of the house. I'm proud of you. I did. I had the whole car packed. I had all my helis and everything. I had flung blue shit. Are you ever off on Fridays? No. I have That's to take vacation to get Fridays, and I need to start saving vacation so I can make some of these events. Well, what I was going to say is, I, on Fridays I get off at you know, pretty early in the morning. And if I'm in Austin, you know, we can pre-plan it and I can run out to H camp. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind doing the Sunday thing if I don't work that Saturday. Um, so like next Saturday, you'll be working, right? Yes. So it's two weeks before you're off on th this same rotation that you're on Correct. right now. Correct. Okay. And as, and as long as I, that tranquility stuff has been helping because like I'll stay up to like 11 and I'll take that tranquility stuff and I'll sleep till like 5 a.m. And then I'm back on day shift. But if I don't do that, then I wake up like last night. I actually woke up last night like 1.30 in the morning. So somehow I've stayed up from 1.30 to 4.30 and then went back to sleep and woke up at 8, which is very weird. Well, in the last few days, I have not slept worth a piss. Oh, I'm Too sleeping great. Mind. I'm sleeping great. This this stuff is really, really good. I kind of dream a little bit too aggressively, but 
just good. Yeah, it's. I've actually got a uh, sleep pill, sleeping pill that's been prescribed to me that I mm. use. Stuff um, mm. is something that's it's not as potent, but it works. Yeah, but I, I try just, not to take it on the weekends just to give my body a break from taking something. Yeah, I've been trying not to take it during my work days because I'll go to sleep and I'll want to sleep for like 15 hours and I'll end up calling in to work and going in late or something because I'm just dead to the world. So yeah. I've been just trying to use it to transition on my days off back to normal human being. Well, tonight I'll probably sleep. Last night I didn't. Well, the last couple of nights I haven't slept worth a piss. Just... I have. I've done pretty decent. Better than normal. Uh, this time of the year is, is not easy for me. Anyway. Oh. I'll let you know. I'll start on the edit. It's about an hour and a half. By the time we're... Yeah, it's right at two hours. We started at 4, 4.05, 4.010. I'll let you know. I'll try to keep in touch with it. Okay. Awesome. All right. Let me call Mike and then I get people right, bugging ya. me the whole time. Bye. All right. Bye. And...